Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hello and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake and we are joined in the studio today by Big Lou, my man Chris, and Clayton. The Claw is running the boards and uh, it is our Friday edition before a big weekend of NCAA basketball. And, And is this the last weekend of conference play? One more week. Oh, there's one more week after next, this. Next Saturday, we'll up. conclude the record. Okay, so a week from Saturday, it's over, and then the SEC tournament in Nashville. That following Wednesday. Wow. You need, you're going to have to work us we're, out some passes or something for that. We're, 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 we're working on that as we speak. Okay, well, good. I like I'll, the sound I'll, of that. Yeah, we, I'll be we, looking we, forward I to that. I actually got a friend what? that works for a bank in Nashville that gets a suite, so we're – working on that really yes that would be crazy we might you know it might just have to be dudes only well what we need is a early kentucky loss <laughs> well uh, you know that's possible they, they tend that's, to take over nashville this time of the year that so, uh yeah that's possible um kermit Dave speaking of ncaa kermit davis is out at ole miss not not a shocker at all they, they are horrible they are a terrible basketball team they were terrible last year, and uh, they were halfway decent when he first got there. Yeah, he took over uh, for in two thousand eight for, for uh, Kennedy. Um, what was his name? Um, assistant <sighs> coach. He was at Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, Kermit just never could get it going, and he had some guys enter the portal after last season. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's just uh, you know, MTSU is a little bit different. Then, yeah, uh, he was at he was at MTSU for like 15, 18 years or something. He was there he? for a while, yeah. And then in two thousand and eighteen, he got hired on at Ole Miss. He got he got and, paid. He got paid, and it, it, they looked fairly competitive and, and and decent at that time in eighteen and maybe nineteen. And like you said, I just think it's all gone downhill for Kermit Davis since then. So he and uh, Ole Miss uh, in the write up, it talked about their. Just parting ways amicably, which means friendly, Chris. Did you did you know that? I did. Okay. I all did. right. Well, yes. All right. You're on top of it. He uh, he had to know the writing on the wall. Uh, two and thirteen in the SEC, right? They, is that right? Well, that ain't gonna get the job. Yeah, and he took over for Andy Kennedy. Okay, Andy Kennedy. Okay, all right. But, uh, yeah, sixty four and sixty one uh, overall record. At Ole Miss. Okay. Uh, top 25 action tonight, number 16, Xavier, who has a record of 20 and 8, has a 6 o'clock tip off at Seton Hall, who's 16 and 12. Xavier's a one and a half point favorite um, with an over under total of 141. And I'm just going to tell our listeners, I'm, I'm walking kind of tall and proud today. Last night, um, through FanDuel, I hit a eight leg parlay. On and they were all they're four over unders, four overs and four unders on college basketball, and I hit all eight legs of it. I can't believe that. And it paid. I'm not going to tell you what I bet on it and how much I made, but it paid out 165 to one odds. Wow. Is what that? 
Wow. So uh, a $5 bet would have gotten you somewhere around whatever that is, $900 or something like that, mm-hmm. close to $900 for a $5 bet. And uh, I've been – you know, I've been smiling all day. All you know, I'm in a pretty good mood. You know, better than the and stock I, market. And I tell you what, I, I tell you what I did. Um, I turned around and I bet some futures on the NCAA championship game. Um, Give us a little insight yeah, who of you who got? you picked. Uh, my long shot, if you want to call a long shot 13 to 1 odds, I like UCLA. Yeah, I agree. That's a good pick. Uh, I think they're well coached. I think they've been there before. I think this is uh, Jimenez. Is that his name? Jack? Uh, anyway, they've got a guy. I'd have to look it up. But anyway, they've they've got Tiger Campbell at point guard, and they've got uh, uh, some – a couple of younger guys that are getting a lot of playing time, but there's a guy with a Spanish name. I want to say, not Jimenez or, or Jaquez or something like that. Anyway, I really like him a lot. He's a great pro, uh, prospect. So I like uh, UCLA in the West. And, and the way I look at this is, is kind of when the NCAA tournament comes around, you kind of section off the United States into obviously the East, then the West, and then the Midwest and the South. And so I'm, I'm trying to maybe spread my a little bit of money out on three or four different teams and try to get a team in each region. So I, I'm pretty sure UCLA's <clears throat> going to come out of the West. Um, Alabama, Houston, I like Houston. Out of the South. And, you know, I try, I'd stayed off Alabama right now. They're nine to one odds. Um, because my heart is with Alabama. So I'm going to leave them alone for the time being. But I did put a little money on Houston. Um, they're at 8-1. Uh, to one. UCLA's 13-1. to one. And what was my other one? Uh, I can't remember what my other one is. I'll, what in Virginia was it? Before? No, no, Virginia. I, you know, Virginia's tough. I, I like Virginia. Kansas I, is up there as well. I like I, I like Virginia. Uh, oh, Kansas. Let's see. Kansas is a team that uh, probably Midwest. Or let's see here. I've got it. I've got it. Okay, UCLA. They're thirteen to one. Purdue is another team. Yeah, Purdue and Purdue's in the Midwest, and they're you know they they've been up there all year. But I'm just going to tell you guys, and and we've talked about this before. This basketball season has been nuts. Yeah, I great. mean, the kiss of death has been to get ranked number one or number two. Yeah, Purdue was number one until they got knocked off and, Indiana. And right, and then they lost to Northwestern. Yeah. Not long after that, I believe that's that, that, that's yeah, way. Yeah, it went. I think it's so. on a Sunday. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, but I'm just saying, I feel as though, I feel as though there's, and I've said it before, there's six or eight teams that could legitimately cut down the nets. Um, you know, at, on Final Four weekend, and I, you know, I'm just trying to. Trying to spread out, and I, it, it's fun to play the futures and try to pick out uh, a team that, that that you can root for. And you normally, normally, if you're going to do that, try to pick out, if, try to pick out one maybe at the top of the list, <laughs> the best. And then if you want to pick out a long shot, put a little money on a long shot because it's not much fun if your long shot gets knocked out the first first round. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you want to you want to have a horse in the race. Um, but anyway, I had UCLA, Purdue, and Houston so far. And so 
we'll see what happens. But it's it's something fun to do. I've I've, I've gotten some predictions right uh, before, uh, but we'll see. You know, we'll see moving forward what's going to happen. Now, this weekend, top twenty-five action. How much time we got left in this? About six minutes. Okay, good. We're we're good. Um, number one, Houston goes to East Carolina. That should be no problem whatsoever. Whatsoever, Alabama is at home against Arkansas, and that should. I'm Clayton. I'm thinking that's going to be a pretty decent little game. It's a huge game, and Nate Oates is 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 telling people this is a big game for us. It's a must-win game. Right. Every game is. They're only, they only have a one-game lead over A&M. Okay. And He's, so, Chris, you, you know, you you probably have heard about this. And, Lou, you two, you guys are kind of you're, – you're UT guys, aren't you? Uh, I am traumatized by looking at this schedule for tomorrow night. <laughs> okay. So, you know, Nate Oates and, and Alabama in general has been kind of taking some – Hate. Yeah, hate and criticism for playing Brandon Miller. And Brandon Miller, the super fresh from Antioch, Tennessee, played for Cane Ridge High School. And he's going to be a one and done after this year. Um, Had some involvement, some connection was around his former players, former teammates that got in this altercation and ultimately – a young lady lost her life in Tuscaloosa late January. And um, it kind of came out that Brandon Miller uh, had the car that took these gentlemen to where they were. Then he left and went and got something to eat, did something else. Took somebody home. Took somebody home. Then he came then they called him and said, come back to the spot where we are. And he was already heading that way. And he was already heading that way anyway before they called him. He was going back there anyway. And so um, the assistant district attorney, Ms. Paula Whitley in Tuscaloosa, um, said, you know, we really don't have anything we can charge Mr. Miller with. Now, the gun, which was owned by one of these other gentlemen, Darius Miles, was in the back seat of his car with a cap over it, stuck kind of back in between in the seats. Don't even know if Mr. Miller knew the gun was there. There was really, you know, we we don't know. Um, so my question to you, and you you guys are UT guys, you know, we Clayton and I get, and you know, people think, well, they, you know, they're Alabama fans. They're going to take up. They're going to defend Brandon Miller and. Nate Oates and the Alabama program. But is that criticism warranted for the situation that, that's at hand with this guy? I mean, whether and what I'm talking about is he played at South Carolina their last game and hung 41 points on them and eight rebounds. And, it was a really good game, by yeah, the way, actually. Yeah, it was a great game. I'm now scared to play them tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, uh, understandable. But, yeah, back to that, uh, me and Clayton had a conversation about this. Uh, when I was watching the Texas A&M game uh, with Tennessee the other night, um, and it's just being painted by everyone, including I was watching ESPN at the time, that this was Brandon Miller's gun. Exactly. That's how it sounds like. Where you know right. now it's coming out of the reports, and you know I that it's Clayton, not I'm that like, it's not Brandon Miller's gun exactly. And I texted Clayton about that, and he told me you know what was going on. I because I texted him and said, "What's going on?" This is the first time hearing about this. 
Um, and he explained it. And uh, I just don't agree with how it's being portrayed by anybody right now. And I don't really think he had anything to do with it. So, um, I mean, there, there was a Tennessee fan, uh, a female Tennessee fan that I'm friends with on Facebook. She was watching a game last night on ESPN, and she went on Facebook and blistered ESPN for their coverage of this. It's a lie. It's misleading. And I'm telling you, if I'm Miller's attorneys, I'm seriously considering some action because what they are doing is misleading the public. Right. And Clay Travis is just as guilty as anybody. What he is saying on his Twitter feed. No, he's a, he's an ass. Oh, just I, be honest. I, just, Clay I, Travis is a, is an opportunist, and he's he's an opportunist, and you know he's ridiculous. It, it you're trying. It's like they're trying to ruin a young man's life. Right. They're trying to ruin his life. They want him thrown away in a prison somewhere. This, I mean, this is just insanity. Yeah. So, it, it was not his gun. It was registered to Darius Miles. Everything that I'd heard, which I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to it, but what I have heard is, you know, that the crime was committed and that he was the driver. He was the driver. Where what I've heard more lately is he was driving, but he was not the driver. You, you see what I'm saying? Like he, he, he wasn't intentionally he, driving he this he guy know. to carry out this act. Right. Well, and and you know the the deal is the deal is this. It, uh, okay, Clayton. So so I'm say my neighbor is acting crazy, and I'm not say Clayton. Man, my neighbor is just he's outside his house and he's he's in his backyard firing off the these guns. And say I live outside the city limits, and it's all legal for him to do that. But I've got my fam- I've got my family. With me, and I don't have, I don't say I don't have any guns at home. And then I call you, and I say, "Man, I'm getting a little worried about this this nut job neighbor of mine. It's screaming into the night and firing off rounds, and you know I don't know what he's going to do. Do you, can I borrow a a shotgun or a pistol just just to have around, just to keep me to protect me and my 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 family? And then you bring over." You bring over a, a a pistol or a gun, a, a weapon of some sort, firearm, and I end up I end up killing somebody with it. Does that does that make you an accessory to the crime? Does that does that mean you need to be charged with some type of manslaughter or murder charge just because you loaned me or or you brought me a gun or brought me a firearm? I mean, who doesn't have a firearm in the South nowadays? And we can thank all the Southern legislators across the board that have, have basically made it, Open you know, carry. same thing as going in and buying a 12-pack a of Coca-Cola to get a, to, to get a gun. And yeah, it's all it all comes down to intent, Drake, in my opinion. And I, you know, this this well, we're not attorneys. Yeah, we don't, this would be a Delk Kennedy question, and 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 so I couldn't answer it. But what I'm saying is, unless you told me, hey, I need your gun so I can kill my neighbor, then yes, I would be part of that. I would most definitely. But if you said you need it for protection, and then a day or two later something happens, that's on you. Absolutely. But at, same, you know I mean? but at the same time, it wasn't his gun in the first place. Exactly. It was Darius if, Miles. If he's, if he's just picking his friends up, he's picking his friends up. That's right. And, and, and if their friends, if their friends stashed a gun in the back seat of the of, of, of Miller's car and covered it up and rolled it up in a hat, 
and stuck it between the seats in the back in the back seat of the car, Miller more than likely probably had no idea the dang thing was there. Why would he drive around Tuscaloosa, exactly. go and eat dinner, and be other places with somebody else's gun in the back of his car? He's not that he's, stupid. Well, he's not old enough to carry a pistol anyways. you got to be 21, if I'm not mistaken, to yeah. have a handgun. You can have a shotgun or a rifle. I don't know. You cannot, have a, yes. you cannot have a pistol. I don't know. It's a wild, wild west out there nowadays. we got we got, we got a local legislator here that wants to introduce a law that says that even even cops that are off duty and out drinking yeah. should be allowed to carry their weapon with them. Yeah, that's a little I mean, are you I mean, are you serious? And and we're represented by this bozo right here in Columbia, Tennessee. It's ridiculous. I mean, come on. You know, there's enough people. Do you know how many people do you know how many people have been have have died already this year from gun violence? It's been a lot. Over 2,700 Americans have already died, and it's February 24th. Hey, that music means we're going to take a quick break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I don't mean to get political and sad, but uh, when we come back, we're going to talk some NHL and some NFL. So hang tight. We'll be back in two. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. 
check us out at tillastory.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bikes, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business, 
Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Big Lou, Big Chris, and Clayton the Claw. It is Friday, February 24th, and I think spring training started today. Correct. Pitchers and catchers, I think, reported last week. Okay. Uh, yeah, everybody else so all you there br- today. Yeah. All you Braves and St. Louis fans around here can, you know, start getting warmed up and uh, – Looking forward to seeing that. Now, the Braves are all carried on the Bally Sports Network now. And the Kennedy Broadcasting uh, Company's 103.7 WKRM as well. 103.7, our sister station to Sister Signal to 101.7, which is what you're on right now, listening on right now, will carry all Braves games. All 165 or two of them. That's 103.7 FM on your radio dial. So lock that in for Braves action third year uh, this spring and summer and fall and uh that's exciting to know now uh let's see in eight no well, let's i'll tell you what let's do let's uh let's go back to uh this weekend's ncaa basketball schedule uh the vols are at home against south carolina now the vols are 20 and 8 South Carolina's ten and eighteen but they didn't play like a 10 and 18 uh team against Kentucky or Alabama, did they? No, but this is a must-win for Tennessee. They're on that four line right now in the conference, and uh, they're tied with Auburn. They're okay. going to have to go to Auburn last game of the season a week from tomorrow. Okay, and like I said, Houston is at East Carolina. Bama is hosting Arkansas. Uh, Purdue – Oh, I'm sorry, Kansas is at home against West Virginia. That should be a pretty good game. Um, and Purdue – who comes in at number five, is at home against Indiana. Ooh. Number 17, Indiana. Big rivalry. Interstate, yeah. uh, interstate rivalry. And uh, Indiana's ranked number 17. And that'll be on 6.30 Saturday night for a little later viewing. Uh, maybe cook a steak or something or yeah. grill something out and watch a, watch a good basketball game on TV. Number six, Virginia travels to North Carolina. Bet the under. Yes. Uh, this will be the fourth. If it hits Saturday, that'll be the fourth under in the Virginia game in a row to to hit. Um, so there is some as, – as Clayton said, we a week from tomorrow we'll be winding up the regular season in college basketball. Correct. And uh, – but, you know, there's a lot of – there's a lot of basketball yet to be played. And a lot to play at, for. And a lot to play for as far as getting these teams seated in the tournament. Uh, I'm sure the committee has probably – have some guys have some ideas and have drawn up some mock seating so far, but uh, you just never know what's going to happen, you know. But I would say the conference tournaments, Clayton. What's your what's your opinion on that? Do you feel as though 
Do you feel as though the teams are already kind of set before the, the tournament starts? You're talking about the seedings? Yeah. yeah I, I, I think so. I don't think you can punish a team, you know, for well, let's just say Purdue was to get knocked out in the second round of the Big Ten tournament. I mean, I, I think you look at their body of work in the regular season. And they would still be a number one. Yeah, if anything, really, the tournaments are used for – Automatic bids. So, okay. You know, remember a few years ago when the tornado, and money and the, making money. You remember when the tornado hit the Georgia Dome? Yeah, I remember that. They night. moved it to Georgia Tech. Well, Georgia ended up winning that tournament, uh, and they came in. Dennis Felton was the head coach, and it was it, <laughs> it wasn't good. They they were like at five hundred or below five hundred. Right. They ended up winning the SEC tournament and getting that automatic bid into March Madness. So, I really it, it's really for that. Uh, sure. it, and also, it may be a, a place where a team on the bubble kind of solidifies themselves as well. Okay, so but, but, say but, a team but, on the bubble wins, gets to the gets to the conference finals, like Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's on the bubble. Them losing the other night though to LSU really hurt them. Yeah, it, they, they were fifteen. And they 12 need to win that. They need to win that game. They did. They did. But, they should have. But but. Supposed to. At minimum, Vanderbilt's going to make the NIT, and I think if you're a Vanderbilt fan, you got to be encouraged with what you saw in the second half of the season where they really cut it on. I mean, this is a team that got beat by 57 points against Alabama. They could have hung their heads and quit. They did not, and they've they've knocked off some really good teams. Um, okay, well, in the NHL, the Predators lost their center for the, probably the rest of the year unless they go very deep into the playoff. Ryan I'm going to say Johansson. I'm going to say – isn't that right, Joe Big Hansen. Lou? Yeah. Jo, is it Johansson yeah. or – Yo? Yeah, Johansson. Johansson, okay. Right, their center's out 12 weeks, which is pretty much the rest of the season unless yeah. they go super deep into the, into the NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs. He's got to have surgery on his right leg where his right in the back of his ankle, and I don't know whether it's his Achilles or what, what, what happened. It's in that area. But it sliced open his leg. Yeah. He got a blade cut. Um, Quinn Hughes of the Canucks, Tuesday night, which the Predators won in a shootout, Tuesday night against the Vancouver Canucks. A guy, One of their players, Quinn Hughes, clipped the back ankle, back of the ankle of Ryan Johansson and sliced it open with his blade. And they had to pretty much carry him off the ice yeah captain of the team and uh you know i mean that ain't good yeah, i mean predators, the, the predators are struggling enough as it is they're seven they're seven points back from even making yeah they're trying to make a playoff the playoffs. And they they lose a, a huge part of their team um, do you guys watch hockey a lot they'll watch predators hockey really sure. yeah really? big time no. well good for you and I, you know i'd you can I'll, watch watch, I'll watch college football reruns or something. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy I enjoy going to the game if I get a chance to go. See, I always I, thought I, hockey was ridiculous until I went to a Predators game. You actually went and – Actually went and it changes your entire perspective. Yeah, I like it. I mean, you know, it's it's just so different for us Southerners. You know I what I mean? I went a few wait, months wait. ago and, and I really did enjoy it. I'd rather go I just to, don't I, watch it on TV. I'd rather go to a Sounds game. Oh, come on. Well, as of as of today, the Predators are five points out of the playoffs. They have sixty two points. Calgary's ahead of them, one slot just just outside the playoffs with sixty six, and Colorado has sixty seven points. So, with the remainder of the season uh, to go, you know it's going to be between Nashville and Calgary, and Nashville needs to get 
busy, yeah. as, as they say. It's going to be a tough push. Um, to try to make the playoffs, but we're wishing the best. Now, uh, mock drafts. You know, you, you can tell it's it's slow season. It's, it, there's not a lot of, of sports news out there, even though we stay in a sports cycle 365 days a year. But some – some some seasons are better, and when the NFL is over, football obviously is done, and the Super Bowl is over, and college football is over. Um, the South, hey, hey, hey. the South kind of goes. The South kind of goes a little quiet. You know what I mean? I mean, they they, they kind of things kind of get tapped down a little bit. We got XFL, man. I know, and you were just and talking USFL. about that, and yeah. you were just talking about that, and. It was awesome. Last night they had a Thursday night game last night on FX, uh, who is partnered with ESPN. But the uh, Battlehawks, the St. Louis Battlehawks, they are get a, just exciting. They are two last minute wins in a row. And was it high scoring? What was I mean? No, it was, it was you, low score. It was twenty to nineteen. I think was the twenty eighteen. Twenty to eighteen. Okay. And and who won? Uh, St. Louis. Okay. Uh, they went on the road to Seattle and won. They are 2-0. and uh, Now, Dwayne Rock Johnson has something to do with this league. He, what uh, it, he's the majority owner. Of the whole league. Yes. And uh, he's a big A.J. McCarron fan who quarterbacked at Alabama. He is. And A.J. McCarron is the quarterback. For, for St. Louis? For, for St. Louis. And, and you uh, know, he played for a number. He, he kind of was a journeyman playing for a number of NFL teams. Great, until. great backup. Just never really had his chance. So he took less money uh, to go play in the XFL because he wanted to create memories for his two young boys. And last week they joined him on the field after, the, after their comeback win. And he did it again last night. And Dwayne Johnson uh, sent out a tweet. He said – Takes less money signing with us over the NFL because he wanted his little boys to see him play. Now he's 2-0 and and led his team to back-to-back exciting last-minute wins. I'd say he's creating some memories for his boys. AJ's decision means a hell of a lot to me personally. And he just he kept going on and on about him. And uh, uh, AJ McCarron's got a big fan uh, in Dwayne Johnson. He also said, man, I love everything about this. Can't ever count guys like AJ out. They play for something deeper. I root for and say thank you to AJ McCarron and all the excellent wow. players. So yeah, that's I mean, great. That I first, mean, hell. that first comeback, I think it was against the. Uh, it was on the road as well in, in uh, San Antonio. The Brahmas. Did you see the, the Brahmas? See that's that's 15, a bull. You know, fifteen points in a minute and twenty six seconds. Last minute and twenty six seconds of the game. And, and AJ, AJ, you talking about St. Louis? AJ. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Fifteen the, point and, comeback in one minute and twenty. Well, I'm gonna have to start checking the XFL out. I mean, the, just to get my fix of football in. You and, know what I mean? And the touchdown pass he threw in the last minute of that game was, was insane. Was unbelievable. Triple coverage, thread the needle. Right, it, right on the money. And that poor receiver got lit up, but he still <laughs> hung on to the ball. Well, there you the go. Dude, the, the dude that caught that, uh, his dad is the wide receivers coach for wow. the Battle Hawks. Wow. You didn't know that. I did not cool. know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, he's the way the Rock is. Talking about AJ McCarron, AJ and he may or, get another shot at or, you know the Rock might put AJ smoking hot wife in one of his movies. There you go. You know what I mean? There you go. I mean, how how lucky is it to be one yeah. of those little boys? She and was had, and she have, was she was Miss Alabama. Yes, yeah, she's in my opinion, she's a little bit of Miss Everything. She's yeah. she looks good. Okay, sound like Brett Musburger over here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, she she's an attractive lady, and congratulations to AJ and their two boys. Okay, uh, now in the mock, dra- uh, I was reading an article about a mock draft, and like, and this whole conversation started because you know 
the the NFL draft is not till the end of April. So we're talking we're talking over two months away, right? Right. But you know, it's kind of a slow sports cycle when you're a lot of the major uh, media sports outlets are talking about the NFL mock drafts two months before the actual draft. Now, the combine, the scouting combine, starts next week. So those guys will be meeting. I guess they are, it's normally in Indianapolis, or, or I guess they, they travel all yeah, over. It, but Indi- is. Yeah, Indianapolis where they do the combine. Okay. So that starts next week. And little did I know, in this mock draft, four of the top seven picks will, are projected to be quarterbacks. Which you don't Hadn't see happened in a lot. They're in a talking lot. about AR fifteen. Yeah, I mean, that what, is what are they seeing? Okay. That's the worst recent take I've ever seen in my entire. I saw life. that this morning. I all totally I can say is disagree. Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, that's, that's all I can. That's all I can tell him. But Anthony I mean, Richardson and Will Levis are both not very good. Gar- garbage. Newsflash. Well, okay, there's a guy named Bryce Young out there. All right, and Hendon Hooker. And they they talk about Bryce too. But the Chicago Bears at one looks looks to take Georgia D. Defensive lineman Jalen Carter. The Texans look to take Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud. So C.J. Stroud's better than Bryce. Is, if, I mean, hey, no. if they want to make that decision, let them make it. That's okay. I don't. I mean, I don't want Bryce going into the AFC South anyways. Arizona Cardinals look to take Alabama edge rusher Will Anderson Jr. It's a good pickup. Losing J.J. Watt. Indianapolis Colts. They're hoping they Bryce get Bryce Young. Yeah, I know. I, I don't want him in the AFC South, but maybe good somebody chance he ends up there. The Seattle, trade up the Seattle Seahawks at number five look to take uh, Texas Tech edge, edge rusher Tyree Wilson. The Detroit Lions, God bless them. You know, they've never been in the Super Bowl. Right? Don't make the playoffs this year. I'm banking on it. Well, they're looking at taking Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. Why? What a wasted first round pick. Why? That's I mean that that's about uh, now. Like, Jared Goff it. played out of his mind the uh, back half of that. According season. to this article, Anthony Richardson has a massive skill set that needs some time to marinate. <laughs> like what? Oh, give me a, a lifetime. I mean, how long are they talking about here? But he will hear his name called fairly early in the upcoming draft. Is what they say. We'll see him in the XFL in three years. Exactly. Las Vegas Raiders. Him and Malik Willis. Las yeah. Vegas Raiders at number seven, Will Levis. Pathetic. If they, I'm telling you, it, I, I, don't, I, I really Mark thought Davis he was going to have man. a good year this year. I was really concerned with Kentucky, but boy, they they fell I mean, hard. It, my, my deal is this: he threw the, he threw 89 yards against the worst secondary in the country. No offense, Lou, and three picks. Yeah, I mean, and my deal is this: if you're worth the number seven pick quarterback in the NFL draft. I don't care if you play for the worst team, worst college team on the face of the planet. You should still go out there and put up massive numbers, just as, just numbers that just blow people's mind. Not not below average, mediocre to below average numbers. You should be putting up numbers that people are just shaking and going, "Holy crap! Can you believe that kid threw for five twenty five and six touchdowns?" Like Tim Couch did. At Kentucky, okay. when they were mediocre. Okay, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? I mean, he 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 put that team on their back, on his back, and willed them maybe not to win a bunch of games, but, but kept they, them in games. But they were in games, and he was actually productive. I don't understand why these why these quarterbacks and these NFL teams 
in the first are willing to risk their their most precious number one draft pick on somebody that says, "Yeah, it's going to take some time to marinate." Blah 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 blah. I'd rather have a, a kick ass offensive lineman or defensive lineman. I'd take Destin than, than a quarterback project. Will Levis. If if you're talking about taking a quarterback, I know I'm biased and I know Hooker's hurt, but I just cannot think of taking Will Levis over Hendon Hooker. Or Anthony, or AR fifteen, yeah, or him, yeah. yeah. Uh, the with number eight, the Atlanta Falcons come in with the Clemson edge rusher Miles Murphy, the Carolina Pack Panthers cornerback, Illinois cornerback Devon Witherspoon. Uh, let's see, the Philadelphia Eagles want to take Christian Gonzalez, a quarterback out of Oregon, and number eleven. The projection on this mock draft is the offensive, the That's offensive tackle. tackle Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State is what these guys were projected at. So it's definitely a need. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to take another break and do our last segment. This is Friday. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We'll be back in a couple. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. 
Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Big Lou and Clayton the Claw this afternoon, and we are broadcasting off of West 7th Street here at the studios of WKO 101.7 WKOM and that is love that music that is the Family Feud theme song right there yes it is I know that that's yeah, a great I know you. we know you that's know a, that that's a great song okay uh, we were just talking about NFL and the mock draft and how all these teams are going to screw up taking these quarterbacks early <laughs> round one from Will Levis to AR-15 out of Florida. Um, I hope they both go in the AFC South. I hope they go to Houston and Indianapolis. A longtime veteran and possible Hall of Famer, linebacker Bobby Wagner, who played all over 10 years, I think, with the Seattle Seahawks and then signed a five-year contract with the Los Angeles Rams this past year, is now parting ways with the Los Angeles Rams after one year. He signed a $50 million contract. I think $7.5 million was guaranteed up front. Um, so now Mr. Wagner at age 32 um, is a free agent. He had 140 tackles. Uh, 141 if you count that one that, of the guy running out on the field of the tackle. Yeah, he did. That was a good time. Yeah, so he, so really, uh, let's say 140 plus tackles uh, because he did tackle that a protester of some sort. I don't know, a streaker, whatever the deal was. You know, back when we were growing up, streaking was a big deal, Lou. Do you, do you know what streaking is? I, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, I mean, it was yeah. a bigger deal when I was little. Going yeah. to the quad. I mean, it happened, happened a lot more. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but, you know, in the 70s, before you guys were born, uh, you know, when streaking was in its heyday, you would be at any sporting event from Wimbledon to – the Super Bowl, whatever the deal is, and out from one of the end zones or the end of the court or however you got onto the plane surface would come a man or a woman without a stitch of clothes on. Yeah. Just running in, uh, uh, just running, like, running around just free as a bird. I'm talking about. through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody. Come on. Snoop. <laughs> Snoop loop. That's uh, Will Farrell. Old school, old school. Going yeah. to the quad. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, 
but anyway, uh, going back to Mr. Wagner, um, he's 32 year old linebacker, 140 tackles this year, 10 tackles for a loss, six sacks, two interceptions, and he played all 17 games. Yeah, I think he's. Still, I, mean, I mean, he's he's getting up there a little bit. In, I mean, uh, you know, in his career, but still got a few years left. Big Jeff Simmons I say was 32. doing some recruiting this morning hey, on Twitter. Big Jeff Simmons. Was the and, Titans, a defensive lineman from Tennessee. Was he? Was he? Was he addressing Wagner? Or yes. Does he, he said, "Come on, I'll make your life a little bit easier." Well, we've got a little hole for him. I yeah, mean, yeah, not that Zach it's Cunningham. Gonna, it's going to depend on if uh, they resign David Long or not, which I want to happen. So uh, we'll see. But we could definitely use him. And you know, Rand Carthon, he's he he did a great job with San Francisco and uh, has been hired to take the task of pretty much rebuilding the Titans and figuring out. Uh, what needs to be done up in Nashville? Um, uh, so, you know he he knows uh, he's he's from the left coast. He's from the West Coast, so he knows all about he knows all about Bobby Wagner. He knows what type of player he is, who he is, uh, what makes him operate, what makes his motor run. So, uh, you know, I, I would say that's a possibility because we can sure use some good linebackers. Lord knows. Titans can. Uh, Rihanna, you know, Rihanna got some complaints. Did you all know that the people were calling the Federal Communications Commission, FCC, and complaining about Rihanna's halftime show? I think I know did, did probably you, what they're complaining about. They're complaining about yeah. this, the, her body the sexual nature of the dancers and her dancing and uh, just said it was, it was just too sexual. And I'm thinking in today's world where you cut on reality shows that are basically just talking about whatever they want to talk about sexually, uh, you've got 110 channels on the TV set that you get to choose and watch from, and half of them are pretty much uncensored. Uh, You know, your kids are flipping through those channels and Whoever else wants to flips through those channels. And then people want to call in about Rihanna's halftime show to the FCC. And all I could probably tell someone is if they t- said, hey, Drake, I called the FCC about Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime show. It was too sexual. I would just tell them, why don't you just get a damn life? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, for real. Why I mean, don't you, you listen to Rihanna's music and they picked her for the halftime show. What do you expect? I mean, you know, absolutely. You can cut it off. You don't it. have to watch it. Absolutely. You do not have to watch it, folks. You can cut it off. And I'm who sure are you? A lot you? of people did and just and, kept their mouth shut. And, and, and who are you all? The two sexual uh, for TV for Super Bowl halftime police or something? I mean, come on. Yeah. Get a life, build a bridge, get over it, and move on. And get off Rihanna's back. Or you know what I mean? You smell her. Smell her, smell her. I like that song. Smell her, smell her, my... Man, I've had so I, many people come to me and say that was hilarious. That was so funny. I don't know what... I don't... You know what? Like I said, I, I before the Super Bowl, I was telling Clayton, I said, play me some music that, I, that I've heard from Rihanna. And he played... Rude boy, I know which I haven't heard, uh, but he did play the Smella song, and I I did recognize that. Yeah, you know, so you know, God bless Rihanna and uh, sweetheart. I don't think you were too sexual during the halftime. I mean, she looks like show. she's about four or five months pregnant. Yeah, she is. She she, is she, she had re- yeah. she had just had a baby not too long ago, and then she's back up in the saddle again and ready to go. So. I, 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 
ASAP with another ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Yeah. yeah. Is that is that the guy Trump pardoned or, or brought home from? Didn't I, he get arrested? I think so. He, he yeah. Did, he, did he got arrested yeah, in Italy he, or something like he, that. He, he pardoned ASAP Rocky. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, because Kim Kardashian went in there, and then he gave then he gave them all Congressional Medal of Honors, didn't he? I don't know about that. Oh, but okay. he, he pardoned. I mean, he pardoned quite a few people. Okay, for well, Kim Kardashian, she, I guess you write enough big enough check. You know, you you know get out of jail free card or whatever the deal. But you know, there are no free lunches when it comes to pardons. I guarantee you that. No, there's no doubt. Um, okay, we uh, oh. We got to talk about the tomorrow game tomorrow night. Yeah, the game of the week. So fill us in. What's going on? All right, tomorrow night begins region tournament time here in Middle Tennessee. Oh, that's exciting! It for, is for, for for boys and girls. Or girls start tonight. You can catch the Central girls on the road at Hillsboro. That game, I believe, starts at five thirty. Uh, Barry Duke and Coach Mike will be on the call on one hundred three point seven WKRM. And then tomorrow, the boys begin, and we're going to go follow Santa Fe who won their district in thrilling fashion uh, against Richland uh, last Saturday night as they host Moore County. Oh, so so Senate, so our game of the week is tomorrow night, beginning at 6.30, pre-game. broadcast, pregame, game tip-off at 7 between Santa Fe, playing at home against Moore County. That is correct. Boys, and region. The winner of that game goes on to the region semifinals, which will be hosted at Cornersville on Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. So that's exciting. Uh, any of you guys want out there that want to tune in, will be 6.30 tomorrow night, Santa Fe boys against Moore County. And I tell you, talking about Hillsboro, i got a quick story before we, before we go. We were doing one of my – early in my officiating career, probably one of the first – Substate games or sectionals they're called now that we did we did a girls substate at hillsboro and if anybody knows what it, where hillsboro high school is it's plopped right down the middle of green hills one of the swankiest parts of nashville other than probably Bellmead area right, right but i mean green hills is pretty swanky south nashville and hillsboro is right in the middle so we Three officials get in a car and we drive up to Nashville and we're there an hour before tip off. And we walk in the walk in the gym doors there in the corridor where they take tickets and so forth. And there is a magnetometer there, which, you know, a magnetometer, I guess I'm using the right term. You gotta run your bags and everything through and walk through. You run your bags through X ray and walk through a magnetometer like at an airport for weapons and guns. And I'm thinking, wow. Hillsboro in the late 90s in that in Green Hills, Tennessee, and they're checking us for weapons before the girls' substate game. It was crazy. Almost futuristic. It really was. Yeah. But you know, hey, that's the way, way of the world nowadays, right? Okay. That music means we're out of here for the week. Uh, you guys have a great weekend. This has been the Front Port Sports Radio Hour for Big Lou and Clayton the Claw. I'm D Rake, and we're out.